You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by The Hartford. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Small Biz Ahead, the small business podcast presented by The Hartford. This is John Adekonis, uh, one of your co-hosts, joined by Gene Marks and a very special guest today, Jeanette Darden, the co-founder and owner of InGroup Creative. How's everyone doing today? John, I'm doing fine. <laughs> Jeanette is doing fine too. We already know that. Uh, you've got you've got lots of questions to ask, Jeanette. So I'm gonna you know I'm gonna step in the background here and let you fire away. Great topic today on digital marketing. Awesome. And Jeanette, thank you so much for joining us. For our listeners, you might remember uh, Jeanette being on the podcast about a year or so ago when we talked a little bit about how you can kind of get out and and do some local uh, community involvement and PR for your your small business. So excited to have you back, and thanks for the time. So yeah, today I think we want to dive right in. You know, one of the topics that comes up a lot is questions on how people can get the word out about their business, right? So oftentimes the conundrum is how do I activate on digital channels to to be effective, to actually drive some level of business results and how do I know that it's working? You know, is it enough to just do some paid social media? What what do display ads mean? And how do we kind of get in front of people on their devices, especially in such a, a new world where maybe more traditional kind of uh, channels like things like out of home or, you know, linear TV don't don't quite work the same and, and probably aren't as cost effective mm-hmm. for, you know, the everyday business owner. So really keen to get your thoughts on how someone can kind of think about a digital marketing program um, and how they can take some steps to put that together. Absolutely. And I think, you know, one of the biggest things about digital marketing is people often get confused really what it is. What is digital marketing? You know, um, people think, oh, it's just, you know, I'm going to pull up something on a website and, and, you know, see a few advertisements, maybe a few sponsored uh, pieces. But really, digital marketing encompasses so much. You know, it's, it's going online. It's looking up search engines. It's social media. It's email. Engaging with your audience online. Um, there are so many ways. Um, that you can really thrive within digital marketing. That's a good point. It's kind of, you know, what is it? And I think it, it can be a lot of different things. Um, and mm-hmm. to me, it kind of all goes back to to the business objective, right? So I think before you jump into sure. any marketing plans, you know, what business metric are you trying to, to change or influence? And then how do you kind of build a marketing objective around that? So, you know, when, when you think about most small business owners across the country, I think a lot of it's probably a, a consideration or an action, right? People are trying to get more sure. like feet in their shops or product in, in people's hands. When we're kind of in that space, you know, what are maybe some of the first steps someone can take, like once they've kind of figured out what it is they're trying to do? Well, I think, you know, one of the biggest things you want to understand is who is your target market, right? You know, I think oftentimes people get so overwhelmed with the options that are available in digital marketing. So they try to attack all of them at once. And they're posting on, you know, every uh, social media channel available. And they're sending out tons of emails to their network. And they're, they're putting together all of these fantastic, you know, SEO search engine optimization uh, strategies. But the bottom line is, you know, in order to really succeed, you need to know who your target market is. And really test out which marketing channel works best for you. Where is your audience? You know, so the great thing about digital marketing, um, especially social media, is it can be really easy to see pretty fast 
um, what your engagement is like. Are people paying attention to what you put out there? That's a great point, because I think, you know, I think you're right. The first thing is, like, who are you trying to get um, to do what and and by by what action? Right. So the more succinct you can be in that target audience definition, I think you're you're 100 percent on kind of the better. And when I think you said another really interesting thing is, like, find out where your audience is. So how do you kind of think about that? Because I, I think sometimes it's like, well, everyone's on Facebook, but that might not be <laughs> the place where most people um you know, engage or the most effective way to drive like consideration and action. So are there things like a business owner can kind of do or take? Is it more of a test and learn um, kind of approach? Like how do you find sure. out where audiences might be living? It's not an easy answer. I think it's a combination of a lot of different things. I think, you know, you can absolutely test and learn, right? So you can put out a few posts and you want to do this for a specific time frame, right? You can't just do this for a few days and say, oh my gosh, none of my audiences on Facebook, you really have to put out a few bits of information um, on various channels and see what the response is. You know, so for example, uh, one of the most overlooked social media channels is LinkedIn. Um, oftentimes, people think of it as just a place to slap up your resume. But really, it's an easy way to engage with other audiences and also to share content. Yeah, I think that's really interesting, especially for folks who might be in like a consultant or kind of um, like a, a professional service based business. You know, we've had a couple conversations on the show about the importance of kind of creating your own authority or kind of positioning yourself as a thought leader, especially when you're trying to provide a service to help someone else run their business or another corporation. Mm -hmm. And I do, I think LinkedIn at an organic level is probably one of the most underutilized um, channels and one of the easiest to really get started on. You know, they, they make it really easy for you to put out your opinions and to, to have a thought and share it and find new people to kind of see your content. So I'm with you there. I think especially yeah. if you're in a service-based business, that's a, a great place to start. Absolutely. And, you know, whenever you're posting online, it's important to make sure that you're using specific keywords. You know, it doesn't make a difference if you're using Facebook or if you're even using Pinterest or it's your email marketing or you're, you know, designing your website. You've got to include those keywords in there that help to um, draw attention to who you are and what you offer. And that's really one of the largest weapons that you can offer, um, you know, and, and to drive in business because uh, the, the, the more defined your keyword is specific to what you do, um, you know, it can be very easy for these search engines to prior, prioritize, you know, your content based on those keywords. So it's a really easy way to, to drive in. So if you're, if you're putting a, a post together and, and maybe you're a, you know, veterinarian, you might want to, you know, put, drop in some, um, long tail keywords that are specific to what you're offering, something that really sets you apart from your competitors. It's a good point, because I think you do need to speak the language that your audience is looking for. And I think, you know, it's kind of an extension on your comment around target audiences is you kind of need to have some level of insight to your consumers, whether that's your existing customers or maybe you're really looking to drive loyalty and kind of, you know, increase the, the share of wallet among them. You know, maybe it's about finding new customers and, you know, to your point, if it's a new veterinarian in a neighborhood or maybe you're a restaurant who's trying to build up like your lunch meal period. Um, mm -hmm. But thinking about really kind of who it is you're going after, what are the kind of questions they're asking um, and how you can provide an answer to those, it, I think is 
key to kind of building any message platform, especially when then you can be like highly targeted in digital channels. Today, there's not a question that goes unanswered on Google. You know, you can you can type in these crazy long questions like, how do I start my car with blue liquid? You know, I mean, it's incredible, you know, and it, and it comes back with all this information. But remember, it's information from millions and billions of people. You want to make sure that your site, that your information comes up. And, you know, I think that's one of the hardest battles to overcome when you are trying to push out your product or service. Got it. So I think we've talked a little bit kind of about organic, right? So I think if I'm going to recap that part, it's really important to know your audience. You know, when you're thinking about your web properties, whether that's a a homepage or a blog, making sure that you're kind of using your content smartly and thinking about not what you're trying to say necessarily, but how you can answer the questions that your audience is looking to answer. And I think, you know, using your kind of profiles and and reach that you can build on things like Facebook or LinkedIn to kind of really put yourself or your company out there as as that solution provider. But I I do think there's always a lot of questions on like, what are the things I should pay for, right? Because because nothing is really Mm. free. Um, Even organic, it's a time investment, if nothing else. But I think about, you know, things like, paid search or display ads or, um, you know, even paid social ads. And I think about things where people might say, well, maybe I think I want to do like a local TV commercial or kind of a local radio buy. And just kind of keen on your opinion on on kind of the difference of some of those more traditional channels that might be reach drivers and sometimes seem more efficient because you're getting more people. Like I have some thoughts on there, kind of like, are you reaching the right people? But like, how do you see those channels working together and how might someone start to develop like an appropriate budget to know how to start to step into those spots? Absolutely. So, you know, sometimes people feel that TV is not as effective. You know, the common response that I often hear is, well, geez, I don't even watch TV myself. Why would I advertise on TV or why would I share information, you know, with the host on TV if I was being interviewed? But the fact of the matter is, it's just one marketing tool. Once that interview or that advertisement goes live, now you have the ability to share it with all of your people through social media or through your email marketing, right? So now it's on TV. It's out there to their audience. You can now take this very beautiful video and share it, say, on your Facebook feed. And if you want to take it a step further, you know, you can uh, either boost that post or pay for a little bit of an advertisement with that post and and hone in on your target market more. So, you know, you can really quadruple the value of of that simple um, TV interview. So I think one of the questions we get to is kind of around like how much those moment in time promotions work. So when we think about kind of investment, especially if you're trying to assign a little bit of a marketing budget to to channels and kind of the digital space, you know, how do you balance kind of like long-term game, kind of like playing chess instead of checkers to make sure you're constantly kind of showing up in people with those kind of splash in the pan moments? And and how might you actually start to build a budget around those? Sure. I think, think first you have to figure out who you're looking to target and what is the message that you're trying to put out there. And then you may want to break that up into a few different stories, right? Everybody likes the story. So, you know, I would suggest putting it out on um, maybe two to three 
channels, we'll call them uh, digital channels, let's say maybe a Facebook and an Instagram and, and maybe a Pinterest, right? Um, and make sure that you can hone in on your target market. The great thing about these social media channels is they really allow you to target down to the nitty gritty. You know, if someone likes you know, uh, blue rather than red, or if they, you know, what their education level is, or, or where do they went to school, um, you really have the ability to target down. Um, so I would say, test it out, throw, you know, $20 um, on a, on a uh, advertisement, see how it works, see if you're getting a lot of engagement. If that doesn't work, then try out another story um, and see how it works. I think throwing $20 is typically minimal for a lot of people's budget. And it's a really easy way to get a response. Now, the, the one thing I want to clarify is oftentimes I'll have clients say, well, geez, you know, I, I put an ad out there and, you know, we had traffic come into our store, but no one mentioned the ad. Unless you're going to offer some sort of promotion, typically people are not going to walk into a store and say, hey, by the way, I saw your great post out there. It made me walk into the store. You know, oftentimes people need to see things seven times, seven different ways before they actually take action. Right. Well, I think that's a really important point. So I think when I think about a total marketing mix, you know, everything to your kind of commenter on TV is like one way and it's one piece of the pie. It is really hard to attribute like a single sale or kind of a visit to a store back to like a single ad. And realistically, for very small budget, you might not be able to to kind of make one thing work unless to your point it is a true kind of like like flash sale or promotion or like come in and just mention this ad and get something in return right there's some kind of trade-off mm -hmm. um but i do think what's really important is just to remind folks of like the the critical nature of top of mind awareness so mm -hmm. if you can come into someone's mind i always believe they're likely to consider you right so if they think of you then they can at least consider you if they can't even identify you, it's hard to convince them to purchase from you, right? So I do think yeah. there is some merit to really investing in like an always on kind of marketing mix, making sure you're showing up where your audience is, when they're thinking about, you know, your product and sometimes when they're not, because I think sometimes we also try and think about our target audiences as the people they are when they purchase versus people in general. Yeah. And we all consume media all day, every day, and it's increasingly through digital channels. So things like streaming audio, things like um, streaming TV, or even that we think is linear TV, if we're on smart TVs, might be coming through apps. So there's a lot of yeah. new ways to kind of show up like a big kind of marketing player, I think in ways that can be highly effective in, in one local markets and when you have niche audiences. But I do think there's a really critical piece to making sure that people can think of you, which means you have to kind of invest in getting them to know you. And I feel like digital marketing Absolutely. is a very easy way to do that. And I love your recommendation about testing messages for those kind of small budget moments. Because I think even if yeah. you're not amplifying reach for 20 bucks, if you're like, okay, I don't know if my audience likes story A or B or C, or maybe there's kind of subgroups, that is a good way to say like, does this resonate, you know, and then you can kind of repost it organically, you kind of can start to, to get some insights from those types of moments. So I think that's a really smart way to kind of test a messaging platform. And podcasts, podcasts are another excellent way to get story out. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think another way too, and it's almost goes more into digital PR, but like pay attention to the things that you listen to if you're in your audience set, right? Mm -hmm. um, and pay attention to the credits. You know, I, I think about, you know, if you're watching a local TV program, like you said, maybe you want to kind of be on there interviewing and talking about your upcoming um, 
boutique launch or, you know, kind of a new menu that you're launching at a restaurant, or maybe you're the new vet in the neighborhood to your earlier example. Like those producers are credited on those shows. And it's not hard to find yeah. an email address. So like, feel free to pitch them yourself, you know, because even on, on a linear channel like that, like a local news station, they're running beats on their socials. You know what I mean? They're doing things on their sites and it's an easy way to kind of amplify that you're out there. And as much as, you know, you're looking to get your content out there, these producers are looking for content to talk about. So, you know, you Absolutely. can't be shy. One of the, one of the, one of the hidden uh, secrets um, that I will share with everyone is the power of the DM, otherwise known as the direct message. You know, there are so many ways that we can get in touch with people these days. You know, when you're, when you're on LinkedIn, you know, you can send a quick note. When you're on Facebook, you can send a private message. When you're on Instagram, you can send a direct message. Don't be shy. Just send, send yeah. someone information and see how they respond. I a hundred percent agree with that. I, I think I wholeheartedly believe that everybody in this world is accessible and probably much more accessible mm -hmm. than you think. You know, as someone who's taken the risk of putting your idea into the world and putting an, an infrastructure and business behind it, I do think more people want to help than you realize. So to reach out and say, hey, I have something interesting to share, I think it would add value to your audience. Or I just want to kind of like tell you about what I do. Like most people will give you the time. And if that person doesn't, there's a hundred like them that will. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Awesome. Well, I think, you know, this has been a great conversation and, and I hope that the folks listening have learned um, as much of it, you know, as I have, but I think we're at about time for today, but Jeanette, I so appreciate you coming on and talking about this topic. And, you know, before we wrap up, is there anything else you would want to add from a digital marketing perspective? I think, you know, you really need to make sure that you're consistent. Don't give up. If one strategy doesn't work, try it out a different way. It's right. There is no replacement for good old fashioned gumption and hard work. So very much appreciate the time today. You know, folks, thank you everyone for listening. This has been Small Biz Ahead, a small business podcast presented by the Hartford, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.